0: Uh, this thing the other day though that is the thought of picking up your phone is like more more exciting than when you actually pick it up. Yeah, yeah. So if you can if you can think about doing it but then you don't do it, it's, you still get the same. I do need to kick the habit. Mm-hmm. It's really bad. Anyway, so yeah, hey, 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 yeah. hey, wow, you,
1: that that was something natural. I <laughs> think uh, you should be the host. That just yeah. sounded.
0: Yeah, well, welcome to my um, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no. <laughs> <It's fine. laughs>
1: Hi, so so, uh, this is Jacob, Uh, also go by Big Yellow Praxis, please don't ask me where that pun came Mm. from or what it means, it doesn't mean anything, Um, doing another episode about underrated music, um, as I always do, Uh, this is the second episode where I'm working through the alphabet of names, Um, so to quickly explain that concept is a simple one. But I'm going to ask you what you think of it, because it's a stupid concept in a way. But basically, a name, like a first name, for every letter of the alphabet, and then a song, well, a song for every letter of
0: the alphabet, through names. It's actually not that easy to explain, in a way. Uh, well, but, I, but You get it, don't you? I totally got it, because um, uh, being of the age I was, uh, we were to, I listen to a lot of podcasts when I go to sleep now, me and my partner, we always listen to a podcast, um, but before kind of podcasts were like so easy to listen to, yeah, we used to do this thing where we played the alphabet game. Uh, like every, I think we played it every night. Karen and I still sometimes do
1: that. Yeah. yeah,
0: and so pretty much as soon as we started like having smartphones and podcasts beside us, we stopped. Yeah And we only do it now When we're on like vacation Or something Yes yeah yeah Karen did like, We
1: sometimes do that If we're on holiday as well with, yeah. If we're driving around But it'll be like Name songs with as many Different
0: colours in it as you
1: can Yeah Or different countries Or
0: different animals Yeah countries Islands Even street names Rivers Yeah 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 um, Tube, tube stations Yeah yeah, yeah. Like, mm. So this is just a
1: stupid Little thing I do Because yeah. I remember doing Because oh for people Who are listening This is Brett from my band Hey Who joined I'm me great. on my mm. Second
0: episode of the podcast I think um, it was Yeah second Yeah maybe second It was about um, power trios Yes yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, well, I was really on board, and then like the list of songs you sent me, I was like, are they all just Davey? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're mostly Davey. But to be honest, I, I just did that, yeah,
1: because, well, f- four of them are Davey, one of them's kind of Davey, and then we've got hmm. an E and an F. So I've already done ABC. Yeah. This is the second one. We've gone D E F.
0: Hmm.
1: Um. So the names are Davey, David, Elvira, or El- Elvira, I think it is actually, hmm. and Finnegan. But again, yeah. um, So we're just gonna go through it in alphabetical order. But you,
0: it's a logical way to do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: so why do you think I first? Thing, why do you think I chose you for for these these ones? Uh, I don't know. Because I'm a librarian. No, no, not
1: necessarily. No, but I mean, there's kind of a couple of reasons. I know you like folk music, probably yeah. not to the same extent I do, and this just happened. No, to be... I definitely don't like it to the same extent. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this just happened to be a really folksy bit of the alphabet when I got to it. But also one of the songs is a New
0: Zealand song. Is it really? I yes. wondered which one it would be. It's not. It's not Mr. Fox. It's not F- Wexies. It must be the El. Is it? Mm. It isn't. No, it's uh, Davy Lawson. Davy Lawson. But it's it's
1: sung by an English singer. Mm. But Davy Lawson is a song about. Sorry, well that's the first song. Davy yeah. Lawson. Yeah. Is a song about New Zealand sealers. Who got stuck on an island, oh, yeah, and obviously, this was back in the 19th century, so yeah, was well, stuck there for a few years or something.
0: Sailors were really the first white people to be in yeah. New Zealand, yeah, yeah. So, I was, was going to ask you if Davy Lawson is a relatively well known song in New Zealand, but it sounds like it ne- is. Never heard of it, no. There's not that many songs about sealing. In fact, I think this is the second time recently, there's a guy, is it Nick Jones? N I C Nick, yeah, yeah, he's got a song about um gold mining, and um. In New Zealand, and that was kind of like one of the first times I've ever heard of of kind of folk song about New Zealand. Yeah, I was gonna
1: like are there many famous like New Zealand based folk songs? Not that I'm
0: aware of, and I, yeah. I know a lot about New Zealand music. There's yeah. kind of I don't know in the there's like a lot of old kind of traditional Maori songs. Yeah, yeah, things like that. As far as old. Folky folk songs, it's like Cle- My Darling Clementine and all those. Right. Yeah, all yeah, those yeah. ones kind of seeped in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take you riding in a car, car. Oh uh,
1: I'm sure there'll <laughs> be lots of like Irish, <laughs> Scottish and English. Yeah, yeah well totally.
0: It? I come from Dunedin, which is a Scottish settlement. Right. Um, and you know, there's every every Saturday morning there's someone on the corner with bagpipes and yeah. every Is that so- why you moved to England? Yeah, uh, no. Just <laughs> to <still, still, just laughs> avoid the bagpipes. No, I I hated them then, but now I quite like them. Yeah, yeah. And um, actually, one one time I went to this um, Dunedin musicians club, and they were yeah. having that Scottish night, and there was these guys with bagpipes, and they ended up um, playing drums behind them and a drum cap and there was a bass player, and then two bag bagpipers, and it was like real rush because it was yeah, like yeah. it was so loud. Yeah, yeah. And like there was just whiskey and beer everywhere, and it was just quite exciting. Nice. I think after that I kind of changed my tune. Yeah, yeah. A bit. But they do, do only seem to play two songs. <laughs> Scotland, Scotland the Brave and Amazing Grace. Okay. Eh, mm-hmm. It could be worse songs to yeah. play over and over again. But um, yeah, cool. Okay, so Davy
1: Lawson. Did you like the song?
0: I, I liked them all pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Um, none of them were like, oh yeah, I like that. Can you um, play a little intro so I remember which one it is because...
1: Yeah, sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is Davy Lawson by uh, an English singer called June Tabor. Tabor, Tabor. Oh, Not sure how to pronounce yeah. the name.
0: Oh, name is Oh, name is Yeah. So that's um, that's June. You you actually um showed me this album before. I think this, well, I really like the album as well. Mm. There's tons of songs on there. Yeah, I liked it too. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's got such a great album cover. Yeah, yeah. And it's <laughs> so it's quite weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, how do you like it? Who's she? She's standing on a bridge in London with somebody else. Who? It's Martin it? Simpson. Martin Simpson. Who's a
1: like quite quite a famous folk guitarist as yeah, well. So yeah, he's So plays, he's, he's playing the guitar on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he might do some backing vocals. I don't mm. know. Maybe he doesn't. But yeah, he does all the guitar. on it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, pretty much like that whole album, mm-hmm. and um, I would say, I don't know why she's not more well known. I just, I mean,
1: not the most commercial music, I guess. Yeah, maybe. and other, she, she's like, she never writes her own song, so it's all like covers of traditional, or right. like contemporary folk songs. Yeah, but yeah, I think this album in particular is great. It's a very, very good. I think it's like, for me, it's a classic folk album. Yeah,
0: if I, if I could find it on vinyl, I would buy it. Yeah, yeah. It would be great. Yeah,
1: plus you obviously want a huge cover. Yeah, cover, come on, yeah. If <laughs> you want a huge cover, you want that mounted on your wall yeah. somewhere with them looking wistfully off into the yeah. distance whilst standing in the middle of London with like, I they going to say thigh high boots? Yeah, yeah, thigh high boots. Uh, thigh high boots, <laughs> yeah.
0: Which um, kind of, yeah, made, made me think. I thought of them when I was listening to one of the other Davy songs and they talk about. Spanish boots. She took off her Spanish boots of leather. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, yeah, they would take a while to take those boots <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Mm. So um, I think so. I think it's nineteen eighty.
1: This album, and as I said, it's a great album with tons of great tunes. And I think like some of them are like some of them are traditional. So this is obviously like a traditional song, but mm. New Zealand. They do a few covers of like contemporary folk stuff, like they cover "Strange Affair," which was written by Richard Thompson, probably just a few years earlier, but. um, probably not very much to say other than I do think she's really underrated I really I always really liked her voice she's quite different to a lot of like of her contemporary folk singers I guess one of whom is coming up right in a couple of songs
0: well out of all of the ones on the playlist I previously I'd never heard of her Mm -hmm. until you mentioned her a couple of months ago and Mister Fox i never heard of that. Apparently. Oh yeah, they're
1: they're they're really underground. They're not yeah. famous at all. <laughs> I kind of just chose it. I did like the song, but I also mm. just chose the Mister Fox one because it fit into the alphabet here. <laughs> yeah, I don't know much of the material to be honest. Um, but yeah, I think this is a great song. Um, and you were chosen just because it's New Zealand. And yeah, you'd appreciate. I didn't. It. I didn't pick that up. No, it's it's not really explicit in mm. there, is it? It wasn't until I looked it up that I found that. So it was yeah. it's about some sealers who went. From from New Zealand to an island just off Antarctica, they got stuck yeah. there and they they couldn't essentially get picked up for another three years.
0: Maybe one of the Snares Islands or the sub Antarctic. Yeah. Islands. I did read about it and I've forgotten now, which is obviously mm. not very good. Yeah, well, they, um, they and in order to get back to the UK or this this direction, mm-hmm. they would go down south. Um, they go south of New Zealand and catch the um, the winds that oh, were yeah, blowing back, yeah. and they were really strong winds blow oh. them home, Yeah. I yeah. think So that's the kind of route that, yeah, yeah. that, that they would take. That's cool. But, and some of the islands there have even, they tried to establish like um, settlements, but yeah, it's yeah. just too harsh a climate. And, I can't imagine that. No. That's yeah. crazy. No, they're pretty much just run by seabirds. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen a few travel shows where they've, they've still found old buildings and stuff. There. Jesus. Hmm. It's like St. Kilda, in a way, uh, off
1: Scotland. Right. Um, do you know much about St. Kilda?
0: this a St. Kilda in Dunedin, mm. but I don't Yeah, know. but it's, just, it's a... St Kilda, I think it is. It's mm. an island
1: just off Scotland where oh, right. people, like during the Highland Clearances, possibly even later, is that, I don't know if I remember, when people were finally all cleared from the island, mm. um, it showed like a decline in population. But like a lot of the settlement buildings are still there. Yeah, um, right. it's obviously a bit different because the climate wasn't quite as intense, but it was quite like remote and it was just this like lone rock off the <laughs> off oh, the, okay. the the shore of Scotland. Um, cool. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a it's a beach in
0: Dunedin as
1: well it's also in uh,
0: Mm. Melbourne as well isn't it oh yeah that's the um, uh, quite a nice beach is it Um, from St Kilda to King's Cross is a song by Paul Kelly yeah Yeah. so it is St Kilda yeah I just Mm. looked it up on my phone Mm. and it is St Kilda in Scotland yeah yeah it's crazy yeah so it's an island in Scotland whereas in those two places Melbourne and Dunedin it's a nice beach. Yeah, yeah. So it says here it's an archipelago, so it must be a group of islands. But I think there's like
1: one island in particular. Oh, it's UNESCO World Heritage Site as yeah. well. Um, so, yeah, people were living there from the late Middle Ages. And it was a medieval village pre- rebuilt in the 19th century. And then finally evacuation in 1930. There's a film about it. There you go. The Edge of the World is a film about it. 1937 British film. Wow. Oh. I remember my mum really liking that film because she's Scottish and she just loves anything Scottish. It's probably silent, isn't it? I don't think it was. I feel no. thirty seven was when
0: sound came in, wasn't
1: it? I don't know. Would she? But I remember. I remember seeing the film, mm. and it has sound. <laughs> that's like, all I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's kind of a distraction. Mm. David Larson, great song. Great song. The, the whole, whole album's good. Album's and good.
0: Rate it. Excellent. Um, yeah, and it's definitely underrated. Yes. Mm. Tick, tick, tick. Yeah. And it's definitely a name <laughs> beginning with the letter D. Yes, it does start
1: with the letter D. So we've ticked all the boxes. Mm. So the next four songs mm. are kind of the same song. Yeah. Two of them are almost exactly the same. Um, so it's another traditional folk song. This time, so it's Blackjack Davy, mm-hmm. And then we've also got a song called Blackjack David. Mm-hmm. And then another song called Blackjack Davy. And then one called Rival Table Gypsy, which is actually the same song. Yeah. It's considered the, the same thing. song. Even though lyrically it's quite it's the same theme, isn't it? It's the same yeah. story, but it's quite different lyrics. I did and a bit of, a of research. Really
0: of, did a bit of research about this song and um you're not allowed to do that. Right, well, I don't well. love that. No? <laughs> no really, <laughs> <but>. <laughs> and it just said, yeah, Raggle Table Gypsy came up pretty much. And, yeah, yeah. Um, that's probably my least favourite song, actually, that Raggle reg- oh, Table Gypsy. So so the first two versions of the song. Yeah by the
1: Incredible String Band. And mm-hmm. for some reason, they recorded the same tong- song twice on two different albums, yeah. just a year apart. Um, and then the next one is by Steel S Ban. And then the next one, called Wrangled Type of Gypsies, is by Planksteed, which yeah. is Christy Moore's band. Mm. Um, oh, is that Christy Moore? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Ah. He sounds quite different because he's, he's so much mm. younger. He almost yes. doesn't sound like the same person to me. Yeah. Um, but do you need to, do you need to hear any of them again? Especially the two... Like, do we want to distinguish between the two incredible let's, string bands? We want to differentiate. Come on, give me the prompt. So, Blackjack Davy by the Incredible String Band sounds a little like this.
0: Oh, Blackjack David is the name that I've been alone in the forest a long time. But the time has come and when they lay, they'll find a will of
1: and then Blackjack David by the Incredible String Band <laughs> sounds like this. Oh,
0: Blackjack David is a name that I bear. Been alone in the forest a long time. But the time is coming when I'll Cool. So the second one's got percussion. Yes. Is it a different time signature as well? Uh, it's it's like... a bit faster, I yeah. think. I don't think it's a different time yeah. signature, but he
1: sings it quite different, like rhythmically. Yeah. And
0: Do you know what it really reminds me of is um, Steve Hill? And oh, yeah. Player. I guess, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like Copyhood Road or some of those songs from yeah, yeah. Uh, Devil's Right Hand. Okay,
1: That's yeah. Some yeah. Right Hand. I guess it's is country, but there's yeah. a lot of that, like, Irish-Scottish yeah. folk in there, isn't there? Definitely. Um, for me, one of them is clearly better than... I like, like the first one. first
0: one. Oh, really? I like yeah. the second one.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, I mean... I, don't know. I really like the intro of the first one.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I really do. Like, yeah, I didn't hear the first one until a few years later. Yeah. And you know when you're used to one version, you get disappointed by the other one? Yeah. Um. So I think I was when I first heard it, I was like, oh, it's not as good. But actually, I do like both, but I prefer the second one. I think it's just got a bit more Yeah. power
0: to it, maybe. I like the voice in both of them. What, what struck me in that in the, the Davey one, the one without percussion, is the warm, warmth of the violin is yes. really good. Yeah, it is. Like, yeah, yeah. people don't always get that. Down yeah, yeah. down on tape. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, d- yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I really mm. like that about
1: like a good, like warm violin yeah. rather than like a high pitched one, which is nice and stuff, but like that like mm. richness to it, I totally agree. Yeah. Um and because it's my podcast, I'm inevitably going to be bring the Beach Boys. Yeah. And it just reminds me of the fact that the Beach Boys did Help Me Ronda
0: mm-hmm.
1: Um in nineteen sixty five on their album Today. And then they just redid it again, like, a few months later, on their album, Summer Days and Summer Night. No, no that's not oh, right. did they? Yeah. And the second version was the mm. one that went to, like, number one and was, like, a huge hit. Yeah. And the first one is just... I think there's a clearer difference in quality than there is between these two songs. Mm-hmm. But the, the first version of Help Me Wrong, it just isn't anywhere near as good. Right. Um, and then they just re-recorded the whole thing, and it was a huge hit. It's just... Looking back, I mean, it was a totally different commercial environment back in like the mid-60s, but it seems so weird now that you would just re-record the same song again.
0: Yeah. Do you know (laughs) what I mean? In some of my bands, we've done early recordings of songs that turned out to be like our most popular favourite songs that we played, but we've never been able to re-record them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe thought about it and thought, nah. Yeah, yeah. But
1: even then, it could make a bit more sense if you suddenly got a lot bigger and then Mm. you decided to, but the Beach Boys were no bigger...
0: It's just a, It just seems like an odd decision. I would only ever do it, I think, if it was a live version of it. Yes. Like, and put that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So it just reminded me of that. Mm. So it's just kind of a,
1: an offhand comment in a way, but it is curious that they did the same song twice.
0: It sounds like a theme for a podcast. A theme for a podcast. <laughs> too obscure. <laughs> I can't think of
1: any more examples of that. No, there must
0: be. There, there must be. be. <laughs> um, well, there's um, Bob Dylan's Blood on the Tracks. He re-recorded all of those. Okay. Like, songs yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true.
1: And if, uh, Paul McCartney's album, uh, Band on the Run, I think.
0: He, like, yeah. lost
1: all the initial tapes to it. Oh, okay. I think that's the one. I think that's the one that was recorded in, like, largely in Nigeria. And they yeah. just, like, lost all the tapes and just started, yeah. like, had to re-record it all. Weird. Um, I, I could be wrong, but it's definitely <laughs> one of his. And it's,
0: like, around that time. Um, but, yeah, okay. Yeah, um, I, I really like It's some. good. I would listen to them again. They're not too... I mean, obviously, I've heard of the Incredible String Band. Mm-hmm. Um, they are incredible mm-hmm. as a string band, yeah. <laughs> and the voice vocals are, are quite cool. I, d- I, really I, don't like think them. I don't think they're too like overtly yeah. folky, yeah, yeah. which I do actually find a little bit of a turnoff. In, it can in, in be to, to a lot of people, yeah, yeah.
1: but I'm really into that. <laughs> but I, I, I totally, I totally get it. Mm. They're a lot more like a psychedelic folk band yeah. as well, aren't they? They're yeah. a lot more, they're a lot more fun. Eh? They don't have yeah. that because I think British folk. Probably sometimes justly sometimes unjustly. It does have that reputation for being a bit too serious and Po Face. Yeah. And the incredible string band they're just not that. Mm. They're too playful and too like psychedelic again. And that's why they did the song twice. They, yeah, it yeah, was yeah, like yeah, a, yeah, a yeah, popular We don't need to justify <laughs> it any further than yeah. that. Um And then the same song was mm-hmm. covered again by Steel Ice Band. Should we listen to that? Yeah, let's listen. Firstly, on the topic of album covers that we mm. talked about before, this is one of the worst album covers ever. It's just...
0: It's just... Yeah, what is... Was... Oh. They've just tried to play around with it. Yeah, it almost the... feels like
1: they're trying to do the Rubber Soul, fisheye, mm. but a bit, like crazy House of Mirrors mm. kind of thing. Is there only three people in
0: Light? I
1: think there is were one? more, but yeah. I don't know why there's only three. Uh, it's a terrible album cover, yeah. though. It's just... It's just... <laughs> Is that Sandy Denny?
0: Is it?
1: No. No, so Sandy Denny was in Fairport Convention. Okay. Yeah. And she was in Fotheringay. Fotheringay is Yeah, yeah. Remember, yeah. Um similar. Mm. Um but yeah. So I think I'll get my comments in here first. I think like this is where British folk is a bit more like pole faced and serious. Mm. It just feel a bit more stilted. Yeah. I still really like the song. <gasps> She, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you nailed it yeah. I, I couldn't capture your facial expression but I, I want anyone listening to note that it was the right facial expression <laughs> um, but it is a bit like, I still really like it I, I genuinely do like it but it's a totally different mood mm-hmm. as well to the incredible string band ones yeah it is a lot more I almost get the impression that they'd heard Led Zeppelin's kind of forays into the folky rock stuff mm-hmm. and almost wanted to emulate that to some extent because yes. it's got that kind of electric guitar and it's a bit more dramatic. It's obviously yeah. not Led Zeppelin but you know what I mean? It sounds more like the, they're a traditional folk band maybe trying...
0: Like, I don't yeah. know. That's kind of the sense one I One thing that really annoyed me in that song was the cello that... <laughs> oh, it's... it's, <laughs> it's just, yeah, yeah. It's, is it maybe a viola or whatever there, that is. There's a
1: violin in. There's, yeah. there's
0: one point where the violin just sounds like someone's screaming, screaming yeah. and I was just like is that... Is that human it just, it's just a little bit cliche. Yes. Maybe it wasn't cliche at the time. I don't know. Yeah, I, d- I don't know. I
1: I, mm. I, know, I don't listen to this anywhere near as much as the yeah. Incredible Band oh. version. But.
0: but I think the overriding one word I would say would be earnest. Mm-hmm. It's too earnest for me. You think, yeah, yeah. Um, it feels a bit more. It feels mm.
1: a lot more, yeah. Mm. I think Steel spiral Barrel are kind of the epitome of uncool 70s mm. British
0: folk. Yeah. And yet they were probably, I mean, I'd definitely heard of them growing up as a kid in New York. All Around My Hat was mm. huge, wasn't it? Was
1: All it? Around My Hat. You know that song? <laughs> oh, no, don't, don't. Uh, it's, really, it's, it's this album, in fact. Mm. It's really cheesy. Um, it starts with like a, an acapella vocal. No, you have to hear it. Right. You just have to hear it because it goes into this really goofy glam rock kind of chugging rhythm. And it's just... I mean, it, it was a time period, you know, it was glam rock, it was a height of glam rock when they re- released this, but also it's just really
0: creepy. For a 12 and the <laughs> a shock, the next bit. <laughs> and if anyone should ask me the reason why I'm wearing it, it's all for my true love, who's far, far away. Hey. <laughs> yeah, they did a freaking bell, that one. Yeah, I mean... I like the band
1: mm. the, Like their first their first album's their best album yeah. which is never a great sign for a band I mm. guess but um, does every song mention a true love and... uh, a lot of them do yeah no. I mean uh, they, they, they do they write any original songs mm. I think they're like unlike Fairport Convention who mm. wrote a lot more of their songs I think yeah. Steel S band stuck a lot more probably almost exclusively to like traditional mm. English folk songs I think about traditional English folk songs as well mm. compared to traditional Irish and Scottish folk songs is that for the most part they are a lot, like, squarer, aren't they? Yeah. You know, there are, like, those dancey jigs and mm. stuff as well, but there's also a lot more just... It's associated a lot more as well, I guess, with, like, Morris dancing and things like that, whereas yeah. jigs and Kaylee's are a lot more cool. Yeah, totally. I say, I say that
0: to the oh, extent I love of, I, love I, I love them, but I yeah. just know a lot of people think
1: yeah. folk music yeah. is very uncool, but... Band dancers, they're wrong.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah,
1: I knew you'd agree, but... Um, yeah, I, I really... I do like Steel Expan. I think yeah. their first album's great. And I do like their version of mm. Blackjack, Davey. I just don't think it's as good.
0: Yeah, I would agree it's not as good. Um, and I think, yeah, they're probably coming to the UK as I have been hanging out with you guys who know a lot more about um, British folk. I Definitely have, I have appreciated it more. Good. And there's things I've... Like, say... Um, Katie lent me a, a copy of I think it was Richard Thompson or Martin Simpson. I always get those two confused. But anyway, it's like oh yeah, that's okay. And yeah, now yeah. I noticed like Guy Garvey always plays it on his like radio show, oh, and it's like yeah. oh yeah, that's quite cool. It probably was Richard Thompson. Yeah, yeah it, it might have been like Richard Thompson too. Actually, I quite like Richard Thompson. Yeah, yeah. And then he's got another one about like um, following this. Um, be- Beeswing or something yes it yeah, yeah. A rare thing that's a popular one yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. and then I was in a, a club in uh, Edinburgh and this guy just played it on acoustic guitar mm-hmm. and it seemed like everybody in the whole bar knew it yeah that's a, ver- that's yeah. a very
1: famous yeah people that's a that's a well highly like rated British yeah. folk song I guess um, I've since come to
0: really like it yeah, yeah. and
1: Strange Affairs of mm. another Richard Thompson right. one no, mm. I think that's brilliant I think that's yeah. one of that's probably his best and I really like Fairport Convention mm. and I like Sandy Denny um and in terms of, like, you know, Stan, Stan Rogers, mm. who we obviously both love, yeah. is very, like, he's Canadian, but he's yeah. very, it's very British folk. He yeah. does a few more countryish things, but it's very British folk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. As opposed to, say, Kel- Celtic, would you say? Well, he has a lot, yeah, he has a lot of that Irish mm. and kind of Celtic, like, dad-gad influence as well. Yeah. But, I mean, it gets very blurred, doesn't it, once you mm-hmm. talk about the differences between Scottish and English traditional mm-hmm. folk songs. and Yeah.
0: Actually, it's a lot more blurred than we would like to think. Yeah. Um, it's um, because the way that those songs, I mean, those songs have travelled, not just, you know, the British Isles, yes, or the yeah, Ireland yeah. or whatever, they've travelled all across the world. And yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, like, so, Blake, Jake, ba- Davey, has, like covered heaps by, say, Bob Dylan and all that. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Covered. What else I think of that? White Stripes have done a cover of it. Yes. So
1: even something like... Elliot um, Smith. Uh, House of the Rising Sun I think was originally an English folk song Yeah. but obviously it's much more famous than that mm-hmm. was an American like traditional piece yeah um, it obviously didn't sing, sing about New Orleans originally but yeah. from what I remember it's originally English um, so on the subject of reinterpretations of the same song across mm-hmm. nations Raggle Taggle Gypsy is essentially Blackjack Jack Davey this time by Bla- Planksty mm-hmm. different name different lyrics really Planksty Planksty so Planksty as a name was like an honorary term. Oh, yeah. So I think, from what I remember, like the composer to an Irish piece of folk music would be called, if it was like O'Caroline, mm-hmm. if that was the name, it would say like Carolyn. O'Caroline. Oh, okay. So it was quite often used as a, it's almost like saying miss, Monsieur or Mister. Right. But it was like an honorary, like they're a musician. Wow. So, so they called cool. themselves Planksty, which is a cool name. Yeah. I think I'm pronouncing it right. I don't know how else you would pronounce it. Plank Steve With that mm-hmm. X in it It's very uh, But you said You're not as keen on this song No Do you want to we hear it Yeah There were three Owl gypsies Came to our hall door They came brave And bold he-o. And that's one Sang hi And the other Sang la ho And the ladies Sang the raggle taggle Gypsy Oh I have to say, I think that bit where the like the pipes come in, yeah, I really like that. It feels there's like a lot of
0: drama behind it. I, I personally really like the song. It's definitely a quality song. Yes. Um, what I don't like about it is the yo bits where he was just saying, okay, oh, yeah, it was yio. Okay. Ends right. like sentences in o. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's like, right, very right. It sounds a little bit like a goat. Or, I fucking yeah. know it, so yeah. It's okay. We we can differ. No, we can't. But, well, we can't not yeah. without a fight. No. But <laughs> what I was gonna say is, it is it from a different perspective. Is the that song from the perspective of the rich husband then. I think, the pr- think do they all leaving. switch
1: perspectives a bit?
0: Do they do because I can't remember.
1: Yeah, yeah maybe, maybe. But I just remembered I yeah. got a Planksteen album up on the wall behind me.
0: Which one's that? The uh, It's not the
1: Mad Max The Woman the War of the, Worlds. the Woman I Love So Well, there you go, top right. Oh yeah. Um I think that's their best album. Yeah. Which is later than this. Yeah,
0: I have heard Christy Moore's kind of later stuff yes, as well. Yes, yeah, yeah. His voice matured quite a lot, cause it yeah. sounds quite immature. Not in a mm. name, I really like it, mm. but it
1: does sound quite different. Yeah, I think it like got a bit deeper. And...
0: So what do you think about this? Why is this song so enduring? Why do so many people wow. cover it? Firstly, I think it's just a tune. Mm. I just think it's
1: a great tune, um, even if this is a totally different version. But also I find it interesting that maybe I'm just arbitrarily linking this with a different song. Uh, but you'll have to bear with this comparison. But Brown-Eyed Handsome Man by Chuck Berry, they both have that similar dynamic of, like, the, a kind of, like, marginalised racial group uh, basically stealing someone else's woman. Yeah. Because <laughs> Brown-Eyed Handsome Man is Chuck Berry singing about white women thinking black dudes are really attractive. That's it's literally kind of what he's singing about. Well, I, I was... And this is about, like... Um, the anxieties of, mm. you know, like mainstream kind of, I don't know, like upper class was kind of a
0: lot, isn't it? Mm. Upper class uh, worried about a gypsy taking his wife. There's it, definitely elements that but I would say brown-eyed, handsome man, you could replace the word I for skin. And so Chuck Berry's just basically saying, you know, it's not just about the, the yes. white woman liking the, the brown-skinned dudes. It's, he's also the guy that's great at baseball, and he's also the guy that's yeah', yeah the best yeah. guitar. And part. he's also, like, it's mm. a knowing wink to himself. Yeah, exactly. Um, Which is, a, and I love that song. I and think it's a, it's a great song. Yeah.
1: And I, I really love the line mm. about uh, the Venus de Milo.
0: Marlo, Venus was a beautiful lass. She had the world in the palm of her hand. She lost both her arms in a wrestling match to meet a brown-eyed handsome. She yeah,
1: I so I just, it's so great. It's things like that when you listen to that, you're like, Chuck Berry, like, maybe not the best person <laughs> in the world, yeah. but like, he just had this talent. No, just, he's a poet then. I he is a poet. I ju- it would never occur to mm. me. Um, if anyone listens, just mm. listen to the songs. I'm not going to do any just' yeah. reciting that that line. I just think it's so smart. <laughs> it's just, it's funny. Um, but, yeah. Another song that's been done by everybody. Yes, like yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just. I think there's a cheekiness behind both of these songs mm. um, that I think people if, appeals to people. It's mm. playful as well, but um, but less. To, let, I didn't quite. inside the trick bit. I
0: didn't quite read it in in those ways. I kind of thought it was more about not so much the racial thing as the music, like somebody being hypnotized by the music, or like right, yeah, yeah, going yeah, going yeah. back to maybe like the sirens or Orpheus with his. Yes, his heart. yeah, I think there, there's definitely an element of that, but I think yeah, I think part of it is. Um,
1: I mean, like, gypsies or Mm. Romani people um, have been, like, are on the margins of society in many ways. And I think, especially historically, and probably, well, still today, if you Mm. read, like, if you look at the Daily Mail, are, like, seen as, like, weird and out there and, like, whatever Mm. by a lot of people. I think people, obviously, historically have feared what they don't know and things like that. And it is just... It's just interesting there's a lot of folk music that does, like, romanticise those kind of, like, people at the edge of society who maybe nomadic or whatever, or move yeah. around and not stationary. And it's just, I, I don't know, I, just, it's, I don't even have a sophisticated point no. to make. I just think it is an interesting kind of...
0: It's it's definitely an enduring narrative, like everything from that... Yeah, like that's... Yeah. Choc- Chocolat, you know, with Johnny Depp. Yeah, Dick, yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Or like that kind of phrase, I ran away with the circus, you know? Yes. like Kind of... Yes, yeah, which comes up in another, in another song. Oh, yeah.
1: What
0: have we got coming up? Se- segue.
1: Yeah, let's just segue straight into it now, because yeah, right. I don't have much else to say about those yeah. songs, because I, I just really hmm. like them. Um, Elvira Madigan, hmm. who ran away from the circus, in fact. All right. Um, Shall we listen to it? Yeah. This is by a band called Mr. Fox, who... This sounds like a quite contemporary name, actually, yeah. doesn't it? But they're not, they're from like the seventies, late 60s and 70s. Elvira Madigan. Not Elvira, Mistress of the Night, or whatever she was called.
0: Yeah. Is that what she El, was called? Elvira, yeah, the, the woman, the vamp. Kind yeah, of yeah, stuff, yeah, 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 I can't remember, but Elvira Madigan. <laughs> Elvira was a circus girl who walked the tides bravely. She travelled through Europe and she knew what men were for. He was in the cavalry war.
1: Walking... So, I mean, this band are really... I mean, I don't really... I don't know them that well. I should they, know them through, like... They're uh, fantastic.
0: Was, I really was, like uh, that song. There's a, there's a line in it about how he, he goes and steals a chicken and then they... Yes, yeah, <laughs> and then yeah, And yeah. they keep going. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's such a weird little song. Um, I don't really... I, I sort of... Caroline Pegg is one of the... Well, she's the, mm. the female singer in the band.
0: They're just two people?
1: Yes, it? as yeah. far as... That, maybe there were some session mm. musicians in there as well, but there was just... I don't know the name of the guy, but she... I first heard her on some like random Spotify playlist mm. of folk songs, and I thought it was quite a cute song, the one that she did in her solo career, but uh, I, I've also heard this one. Um, but I think they they had, like, no commercial success, and I think mm. she had a career after that as a musicologist at Oxford University or something like that, so... yeah. Glad she had a career in music, yeah, but like, like, commercially mm. they
0: they had no success. Um, I'm, not, I'm not sure why because um, the way that they sing together is something really really cool. I them. really like mm. it. Yeah, yeah, I think it's really cool.
1: And do you know much about the story of the real life Elvira Madigan? No, nothing. Uh, so there was a movie mm. of like her, her her life in 1967 or something. But this is another thing like back to like massively romanticizing mm. like people on the. Kind of margins of society, but she was a circus girl, as she's already sang for us, um, and her boyfriend was in the army, as she's yeah. already sang for us. <laughs> he
0: had it. reared upon his tunic, which probably places the the army that he was in. So, were, um, as far as I remember, Elvira is of questionable uh, nationality.
1: So she was mm-hmm. either like, I think she was born to like a Norwegian family, but possibly in Denmark, and I think because they were like a traveling kind of circus family. Yeah. Um, and he was part of the danish army okay and this was something that at the time that it happened i think it was in the 1860s mm-hmm. was massively romanticized because uh, they they bit, they essentially ran away um, mm. eloped and then killed themselves right because oh. they they were on the run from, like, debtors and yeah. things like that. Like Bonnie and Clyde. Kind of, but less less dramatic. Yeah. Um, but then there's a whole, like... It's, it's, like That whole story at the time, and the, this song itself, like, massively romanticises mm. it. It turns it to like, a Romeo and Juliet thing. But actually, yeah. I think the actual story is that, you know, he was emotionally manipulative and it was him who killed her and then killed himself in a forest after he'd essentially just run up tons of debts and had lied to her about his financial position and things like that. I'm not entirely sure if Mm. anyone really knows exactly what happened because it's all kind of pieced together from Mm -hmm. tons of stories but even at the time it was massively romanticised and you can see how that kind of story could turn into like a Romeo and Juliet type thing and I think the film itself I've not watched it massively romanticises it as well. Um, But yeah, the story is almost not important to the song itself, because yeah. the song's a song.
0: The song's song's a good song. I really Mi- like it. Mr. Fox, was that a D.H. Lawrence short story? No. Well, I don't, I don't what was know. The fo- no, it was the Fox. I feel like Mr. Fox is was fantastic Mr. Fox.
1: Yeah. Was that piece of money that film? I don't know. That's a good film. Hmm? Yeah, it's great. It's <laughs> a great I film. watched it the other day. Yeah, yeah I really like that. Um... But there's not much to say about Mr Fox I can't really no. tell you much about the history maybe of, that that's, of the songs maybe that's where they never made it
0: yeah yeah. Mm. but you know what I don't think there needs to be anything more to it no. a good song is a good song uh, and I think that's a good song but if they were playing in this, this town that we live in I would go see them yes
1: yeah. as long as everyone was appropriately socially distanced
0: yeah <laughs> of course or maybe, oh, maybe some kind of outdoor kind of yeah yeah, yeah. that's okay yeah. that's
1: okay
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, cool so there's one more song left yeah, there is. Waxies. Boxies, Dargal. Waxies Dagle. Waxies Uh That's the name of the band. band. You told me what that means. I can't remember Waxies Dagle. I think don't think. No. Mm. Oh, no. I've definitely... No, we looked it up, didn't we? We looked it up. It's something to do with... the um, going on holiday. Or going on holiday, like middle class, kind of going to the pier or something. No, was it not an area called... Dargle. Dargle and it's... We should... And is... oh, I don't know We should look it up. We should look it up. And
1: then edit out the bit where we look it up. Yeah. And pretend that we, we mm. knew it all along. We knew it. <laughs> Long pause. <laughs> so as of, co- as of course we know, that waxy's Dargle is a traditional Irish folk song. We already knew that. Yeah, the folks P- yeah. do that. So the origin of the phrase waxy's Dargle. In 19th, in the 19th century, during the summer, the gentry of Dublin would travel out to Bray and Ennis Carey. And that was a far easier word than that. <laughs> I don't know why that challenged me. Um, With their entourage and have picnics on the banks of the River hmm. The Dargle was a popular ho- ho- holiday resort and the name in Dublin slang became synonymous with holiday resort. And then shoemakers and repairers in Dublin were known as waxies. Oh, shoemakers? And repairers, I guess, yeah. Because they used wax to waterproof and preserve the thread they used yeah. in stitching the, su- the shoes. So I guess it's more like working class people going on holiday. Yeah.
0: Just to go off-tangent a bit, I think that's a, definitely something that is totally lost in contemporary Britain. Proper shoe fixes, places you can go yeah. to get your shoes fixed. So you have to go to Timpson, which is a total rip-off. Yeah, I remember. I they still have that kind of thing in New Zealand, then? Yeah, we do have the odd shoe. Yeah. Especially in the smaller towns. Yeah, You can go and get your you know, your old boots resold, yeah. and they live lived to walk another day. I, mem- I remember having one of them in Carlisle
1: when I was growing mm. up. I do remember seeing that. And I do remember it kind of, yeah, now it's just all key shops. Yeah. And they do a bit of it then, so... Yeah, they, well, I mean,
0: it's way too expensive, is is it? It, yeah. To make it worthwhile. Unless you've got really fancy shoes. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think that they really got the chops got the either. Yeah, yeah.
1: Throwaway society.
0: I mean, exactly. ironically, yeah, I think. In some degree.
1: So we'll listen to Finnegan's Wake. Yeah. By the band Waxy Staggall. Um, Finnegan's Wake is obviously another traditional yep. Irish folk song and it's obviously the name of a book by James Joyce which came first the book or the song? the song I'm pretty really? sure the song huh. pretty sure the song came before because Finnegan's Wake was what written in the 30s maybe? well yeah what well
0: Dublin? Dubliners, the, the Dubliners the... was like twin- 20, 1920
1: was it? so this is another point where we're going to look at something out of a well hold on there you
0: there don't what? need to because didn't you and you're an English major Oh uh, yeah, that's not fair. I don't. I don't know everything. So you haven't read Finnegans Wake? Yeah. I've not read Finnegans Wake.
1: No. I have read most of Ulysses, right. and I was like, you know what? I get it. Mm. It's clearly really good, but it's just not for me. Yeah, it's just not fun to read. <laughs> not for me. I mean, I have a friend who loves it, and she mm. like she found it fun. And I'm not here to like malign mm. what people find fun. I love Dubliners. Very right.
0: some of them very short. Yes, right. Lovely I think sung. I did read... I, I remember reading that. I don't remember much about it, though. Then I, had, then I read Portrait of the Artist as a Young Man, which was just a little bit painful, really. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, in terms of epic, long, ridiculous
1: books, I mm. still think my, my favourite is still Moby Dick. I love Moby Dick. Yeah. It's still one of my favourite pieces of literature. Right. I think yeah. Herman novels just amazing, full stop. But that's not what yeah. we're, here for. No, we're not here for. It says here that Finnegan's Wake was written in 1939. So, oh, this is the last one, wasn't it? Um let's pretend I know that and yes, yes yeah. it is. <laughs> um, maybe even
0: unfinished, technically unfinished. Maybe, yes.
1: Yeah. So the song itself... Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, Irish-American ballad, first published in New York in 1864. Also, I, I'm mm-hmm. not sure who wrote the song, but that's how traditional music works. Yeah. Uh, we'll listen to it briefly. Finnegan's Wake by Waxy's
0: Dad. It a beautiful a rich and sweet but to rise in the world, he carried a heart But you see, it is sort of a tippling way with a love for the liquor poor Tim was born To help him on with his work each day He'd a drop at the crater every... Morning. and as we
1: all know, mm. all proper folk songs are either about drinking mm. or death. Yeah. And this is therefore the greatest folk song ever written, because it is about drinking and
0: death. It may be the definitive uh, folk song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, You're right. I really, I really like this song. I, I love it. Yeah. yeah. it's um, It gets better with every every listen, I'd say, as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, and his delivery is very rustic, I guess, yeah. isn't it? It's not, like, very polished, but in a good way. And it's catchy tune. Yeah. And I like how it just suddenly speeds up after that
0: intro. Mm. Yeah, and it's, and it's a great story. Oh yeah, and it's led to so many things. Like um, I don't know if you know that TV show The Wire. Whenever Good. one of those cops died, they always had one of those big Irish wakes. Oh. Okay. And like, the, I mean, it's pretty much just based on the the way they acted is what what oh, right. they're yeah, song. Oh yeah, right, yeah,
1: yeah, Okay, now I'm not seeing them. Yeah, and was, everyone tells me I should watch The Wire. Maybe yeah. I should watch. They
0: always play that Pogue song um, "Body of an American." Yes, I love mm-hmm. that song. It's a great song. Mm-hmm. Um... I really like this song. It's a great... I'm not going to ruin it. Which
1: wouldn't exist without... True. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. And um, I'm not going to spoil, like... Because it's a song that you could spoil because it has a storyline and it has, like, an ending and stuff. And I don't want to spoil it. But I I really like the storyline, the way it, like, plays out. And it's, like... It is that... It's a very, like... Traditional folk Mm. thing, in a way, isn't it? Of... I mean, traditional... Music does generally deal with, like, everyday things that are also, like, of importance to Mm. people. And obviously death is, like, a big thing, and there's tons of folk music yeah. that is about death, and it's very, it's also, like, you know, like, carnivalesque
0: when people talk about that? I've, I mean, I know the term, but I don't think I understand It's just it. kind
1: of, um, obviously, like, t- times of carnival in, like, mm-hmm. traditional, uh, Catholic communities right, okay. were times when, like, it was very, like, topsy-turvy, I guess is the way you yeah. put it, where it was, like, subverting hierarchies and... It was a time of, like, kind of letting your hair down, as it were. But, I mean, there's still mm-hmm. the the Venice carnival, isn't there, and things like that. And it is a time of... I can't remember who... It's some Russian critic. <laughs> I can't remember. it's, like, a Russian critic who talks about, like, the carnivalesque in literature. And it is just about, like, subverting expectations and subverting hierarchies and things uh, like that. And that's kind of what this is, in a way. It's about mm-hmm. death and drinking and having a party. And, again, mm-hmm. I'm not going to spoil it. But, you know, it, it's just a kind of, like, unexpected
0: twists and turns. Yeah. It uh, made me, I don't know if it's related, but it made me think of when I was in Malta and they have the festival and they carry these big statues oh, yeah. around the town. They're like really massive like well, statues from is. the church yeah, and yeah. they yeah. go right around the, the town. And it yeah.
1: possibly is, yeah. It's because because when, when I was doing English at uni, there's so many old, like medieval poems and stuff like mm-hmm. that that you have to understand the context around it and you, yeah. it's only then that you realise how many like traditions have been lost. Like, There was a day of holiday every, like, week, pretty much. It was insane how many, like, annual holidays people had. And um, it's, like, off-topic, I guess. But Carnival was one of them. And just the amount of, like, things that the communities had to, like, pull around and together to do Mm. and things like that is just insane. And that's kind of what a week would have been, I guess. And that period of drinking and celebrating someone's
0: life. um, And then the song, obviously, kind of turns that on its head. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I just think it's great. I do too, and it's, I mean, you know, weddings, funerals, they're one of those kind of big Yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. births of children, you know, they're those big, big moments. Yeah, which which is what makes it the greatest folk song ever written, because mm. it's, it's about everything. <laughs> What's that thing, I, I, just, I just love that line about they've got the, the porter at his head and the, yes. the whiskey at his the whiskey, feet. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: and uh, a fight breaks out. Again, yeah. I'm not quite spoiling it because what happens, but um, it's also just a catchy tune. Yeah. So Waxy's Dad I think. They're the band I quite often. They're not famous at all, but I mean, yeah, they they on spot. They have tons of great versions of traditional songs on Spotify, and
0: I often prefer their version over pretty much anyone else's. I would say they must. Be, they were pre preceded the Pogues, didn't they? No, 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 no. They're oh. like ni- they're like early 90s Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They um, sound more like. It goes the Dubliners, Wexy's stagger and the Pogues. Almost like they kind oh, of lineage. I, yeah,
1: know, yeah, people. but no, I just think don't think they were very big. Yeah, and to be fair, they never had like the songwriting chops of like the Pogues. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, no, not many people. Yeah, do. not many, yeah. yeah. Um, but and the Dubliners were kind of the originals. They're the OG, aren't yeah. they? Kind of like his his voice is similar to the Dubliners. Yeah, yeah, it is a point. Yeah, mm. sometimes they're a bit smoother than the Dubliners, but I really I like their versions of a lot of songs. Yeah,
0: um,
1: I don't really like this one. As
0: I said a million times. Yeah, it's probably probably the standout track for me. The first and the last song are my favourites. So what was the first one again? Uh, Davey loves them. Yeah, June. Okay,
1: so that's a good. Good. What was your least favourite then?
0: As as a summation to something. Yeah. Like the Christy Moore one, either the old, just because of the O and the old. Uh... Did you really? What, what what is it about that kind of? Is it just? That's...
1: I didn't know. Just Did you just find it a bit cheating as well? Because. You can add that to any line and it, it rhymes? Or is it, well, more, it, is it yeah. more goofy? Is that what it no, is? Well,
0: I guess the antithesis of it is the whiskey and the jarro. Mm-hmm. And, like, so I really love that the Lizzy song. But I also saying, well, why is he saying oh at the end of jarro? Like, do they, like, call the jar the jarro? And then, like, kind of... Because that was, like, one of the first kind of Irish songs I'd heard. Mm-hmm. And then, like, backtracking to this old something oh. And mm-hmm. it, I mean, it goes back, like... Bob Dylan's first recorded song was Pretty Piggy-O. Oh, was right? it? And yeah, it's like, So it's a big kind of, obviously, thing in folk music, but yeah, it just... It can be a bit trite. It yeah. It can be a bit, but um, I probably just have quite a high tolerance for yeah. it, really. Yeah, um, I Also, I'm quite a strummer, and that song is all just fiddly, fiddly, fiddly. Oh, do it, do you, get, so you don't even like hearing
1: that. Necessarily? You don't. Is I it, think
0: maybe the... It's so, um, me- melodic, like, so, so much melody kind of There's thing. a lot of things going on at once. Yeah, m- rather than, like, I like to have maybe something a bit more solid to hang, mm. hang the music on, maybe. Yeah. I see what you mean. But you know how much I love, like, progressive rock. Yeah. I,
1: I, like, layers of just tons of crap coming at me. I mean, this <laughs> is why our band is so awesome. Because we <laughs> have all yeah, perspectives. Yes, yeah. Um I don't want this to turn into an advert ad- for our band. Yeah. But maybe it should. Yeah. Maybe it should.
0: <laughs> what do <are> we call?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so anyone who's listening should check out Between the Breaks mm. on Facebook mm. and Bandcamp. Bandcamp. And YouTube. Yeah, Yeah, YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. And you should check out all these songs. Instagram? Instagram. <laughs> yeah, we have Instagram. We don't use it very much. Um, but okay, it's yeah, fair enough. I, I thought I would have, I guess in my head, you know, you go to certain expectations when you make a playlist hmm. uh, and I knew you, you would have liked Finnegan's Wake. I probably in my head maybe I thought you would have liked Elvira Madigan the least, but I was wrong on that one. But no. I have to be wrong because I really like the song as well. Yeah,
0: it's really there's something that I really like. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I'm glad you liked it. I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, um, interesting um, selection of songs. Mm-hmm. In some ways, they looked very narrow at first, but when you when you talk about them, yeah, yeah you yeah. see the differences, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you agree. Yeah. Because
1: <laughs> um, my other collection of Alphabet, you know, for the pre- next oh, yeah. few What's episodes. Next? Yeah. Oh, there's tons of random stuff mm. in there. So I've got tons of friends just listening to, like, Electric Light Orchestra alongside Warren Zevon. Oh. I have no idea how they're going to take that. but. Um, well, I I love both those, those artists so... Good. Mm. Maybe I should have sent them to you. <laughs> I should have had you it would three. have been too easy. <laughs> yeah, too easy, it's true. <laughs> I need to challenge people. <laughs> anyway, well, thank you very much, Brad. Uh, thank
0: thank I didn't thank even
1: you. introduce Please, you sir. properly at the start of
0: the episode, did I? Mm. I yeah. kind of we did it throughout. People have, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. The 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 podcast is an introduction yeah. to. Here. I, I play in another a band in New Zealand called the Raskolnikovs. Maybe put a link in there in the podcast. I'll do I'll do them for you, yeah. and I'll put this bit to the start. Of no, I won't, <laughs> I won't. do that. <laughs> okay, cool. Thank you very right. much. Cool. Catch you. Cheers.